Life Audio. Welcome to the Crosswalk Devotional. We're glad to have you listening. Today's topic offers true hope for the hopeless. We'll return with the devotional after a brief message from one of our sponsors. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with the King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. For the Hopeless, by Aaron D'Anthony Brown, read by Leah Martin. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears, and rescues them from all their troubles. The Lord is near the brokenhearted. He saves those crushed in spirit. One who is righteous has many adversities, but the Lord rescues him from them all. He protects all his bones, not one of them is broken. Psalm 34, 17-20 I just don't know what to do, he told me, fighting back tears. For five years, he worked to find a job, and for five years, he had none, at least none that was steady, lucrative, or desired. The man said that he did everything possible, submit job applications, contact employers directly, and reach out to his personal contacts for help. Even with multiple degrees, decades of experience, and 50 different resumes, somehow he remained empty-handed. No one and nothing seemed to help. Not even God, according to his estimation. As his faith waned, he lamented his situation, declaring that if he were younger and a woman, he would have turned to prostitution. But he wasn't either of those things, and as far as he could tell, all hope was lost. Have you ever noticed It's much easier to encourage someone else than to encourage ourselves. The man's situation wasn't as detrimental as he feared, financially or otherwise, but with his perspective, he could not see a way out. The clarity that I felt listening to his predicament is the same clarity my friend has when he's encouraging me. This is the same clarity we often have when listening to the suffering of others. When they're without hope, We provide what they lack. When we're without hope, we rely on others to do the same. And if we have no one, the results can be fatal. So where do we find this hope for the hopeless, either for ourselves or others? A friend once told me to consider this. While I may be rushing to escape my quandary, moving full speed ahead from point A to point Z, God may have other intentions. 
In my despair, he could be working to edify me, test me, make me more like Christ. Whatever the case, he said to remember, God was with me, and he was too. Hope, for all of us, is rooted in knowing truth. And one truth we can always count on is that there is always hope. Whether it's me or anyone bemoaning circumstances, we do so because we've lost sight of God. We've forgotten His goodness. And as we lose sight, we turn our backs on Him, talking, thinking, and acting in ways that we would not had we maintained our faith. Then, far too often, our choices make the situation worse. If only we could recall, there is always hope. Hopelessness may be where you are today. If so, maybe God is using your struggle to shape you into a person who's more like Christ. You want to go from point A to point Z, but B and F and P have some valuable lessons. No matter the reason and no matter how hopeless we may feel, there is always hope. Intersecting Faith and Life When doubts sink in and your bright skies begin to fade, remember these three ways to bring hope to the hopeless. One, remember. My parents used to say I had selective amnesia when disobeying their rules as a kid. In reality, I would forget their commands for lack of paying attention. Their selective amnesia term better describes how I respond to God. I know what's true, but I choose to forget instead. How often do all of us do this? We know what Scripture says about God's love for us, but we give more credence to our own situations anyway. The way we restore hope for others and for ourselves is by remembering His love, His provision, His blessings, His everything. We can accomplish this through accountability, reading the Bible, or memorizing and reciting verses. If we don't recall the good God has done on our behalf, fighting off the negative thoughts is going to prove challenging or even impossible. However, when we compare our situations to God's Word, suddenly our spiritual ailments aren't as bad. 2. Encourage others God didn't design us to be alone. He designed us for community. This truth applied to Adam way back when and applies to you and me today. Genesis 2.18 God's desire for human companionship becomes all the clearer when we face trials and tribulations. Some situations are just too much for us to stand on our own. Divorce. Death. Illness. Aging. No one is completely independent. No one can go through life without needing the help of someone else. With this in mind, our solution to hopelessness is the encouragement that others can offer. They can remind you of God's goodness and point out how a negative mindset is leading you astray. And three, pray. Hopelessness can be a powerful feeling, like a rainy cloud that hovers over you no matter where you go. This seemingly unending quality of hopelessness could explain why Paul says to rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulations and be constant in prayer. Romans 12.12 Finding hope requires effort on our part because for many of us, 
Hopelessness comes naturally. Forgetting truth comes naturally, but remembering takes effort, and prayer helps us remember. We would do well to recall Paul's words, to pray without ceasing and without holding back. We don't pray to inform God. He already knows. Rather, we pray to conform ourselves to His image. Prayer gives us the guidance and awareness we need to seek God despite what we're going through. Prayer offers an emotional release, a reminder that God isn't just with us, but that He will strengthen us enough to overcome whatever comes our way. Prayer reminds us that there is hope. How do we know there's always hope? We know God. We know His promises. We know He hears us. We know His love. Now, don't be confused. Hopelessness may one day return, today or tomorrow, a year from now. Whenever that dreary feeling comes back, just remember there is hope for the hopeless. There is always hope for the hopeless. For further exploration of this topic, read Jeremiah 29.11, Matthew 11.28-30, Ecclesiastes 4.11-13 and the parable of the Good Samaritan in Luke 10, 25-37. The Crosswalk Devotional is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Have you ever attempted to read the entire Bible? Did you do it, or did you only make it part way? I'm John Stonge, and I host a podcast that will make it possible for you to make it through the entire Bible, one chapter at a time. I've been hosting the Chapter a Day Audio Bible Podcast since 2015, and every single day of the week, I read one chapter of Scripture, then follow that up with a time of prayer. And if you're looking for daily insights and inspiration directly from God's Word, I hope you'll give the Chapter a Day Audio Bible a listen. You can find it at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.